Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the old Craft Impero. The Craft Impero podcast. This is number 82. And is, are we going to do visuals too? Yeah, dude, we're doing oh. this for the Patreon. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we can kind of talk so about So we're down here at the Cowboy Farm again and at the, um, I don't know what we call it, but it's the lake down here at the farm. And um, <laughs> just another freaking stellar day. Yeah, I know we one, talk dude. about them, but man, it's like breezy 84. And uh, me and the Viking went 18 rounds of golf this morning yeah. in St. James. 18 holes. Pretty sweet ass course, man, actually. Uh, it's really kind of cool. So like, it's 18 holes, but six of the holes replay themselves from different angles and tee boxes, which is actually, I've never done anything like that before. So I find that unique, but it was it was really cool how it played out. Now uh, we played the front nine stroke play, uh, and then we played the back nine best ball. And we actually, we did pretty good on the course. It was cool. Yeah, we were a little shaky when we got going, but then I don't know, maybe because we were lightening up or like, hey, let's not take this back too serious. And we ended up doing almost better. Yeah. So, so what are we we're cutting here, these. Bro? Might as well just jump right into it. I know. <laughs> we are just opened um, the Tatuaje Monster Mash Box, which there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 14. 14, 14, six. 14 yeah. cigars. And um, so we're into the box and what, what you got the face. I got the face. And then I got the creature, which one of my favorite all time movies is Creature from the Black Lagoon. So I was really excited. I wish they would have come out with a box, but Mark is telling me they think it's going to be Frank? Yeah, I found out today, uh, Tatuaje, so Pete Johnson posted on his Instagram that something was coming for Halloween, it's a picture of the Frank Redux box. And it looks like the dress box, um, so maybe the Frank's being redone again, or maybe we're going back from the beginning and starting over, which that could still be kind of cool. Yeah. But I'm still hoping that the creature does become its own box. I love it. Because... Yeah. That's one of those things I was talking about before. Like you only get one of each cigar, right? Yeah. A lot of people, like I've smoked all of the monsters and the skinnies and the Cazadores, right? This is the closest to the actual face size I've had of the face. That's why I've been so jazzed about having it, right? But it's only one and it's done, you know? One like, and done. You find boxes of these and people want $900,000 for them. That's crazy. You know? and I, I shouldn't say people want, people are paying $900,000 for them, which is crazy. Um, so, but it'll be cool. We'll see what actually ends up happening. It's Pete Johnson. You never know. It could be two monsters in two weeks. So, yeah, who knows? So this, the creature, do we know what the build on this is? I have no idea. Yeah. Absolutely no idea. I don't which know. Is, it which, smells is kind, good. which is kind of cool to go yeah. that way, you know? 
Um, looks cool, the all blacked out label. Is there any green in it or is it all there black? Is. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, it's cool. And then the face, the face is originally the third ever released monster. So it's a lot of people, if you've been into monsters, you know that. Well, but, let's say we light them up. Yeah, let's nuke them. The other thing, um, this is not new. I don't think we've had on the podcast before, but we've got very old Barton um, bourbon and uh, it's been on my shelf so long, I didn't know if I had 100 proof or not. So when I came down here, I saw it on the shelf, which old Barton, uh, very old Barton is new to Missouri because normally you had to go to Illinois. Yep. So it's well, just- and it's, Honestly, it's that new. because like we were talking when I was in Scottsdale this year, I brought two bottles back from uh, Fox Cigar Bar. And when you when I had given you yours, you had said you'd only seen it in Illinois. So the fact that you found it up here in St. James is, you know, it means it's making its progress. But Very Old Barton's really good. It comes in 193 or 86. It comes in 90, I, I've just seen it in 90 and 100. And this is 100 and um, so cheers, um, guys day to day, all day. The cowboy and the Viking will be kicking this farm in the ass tonight. We're gonna have a lot wow. of fun. So we got a couple of uh, funny things that we can talk about, some kind of things that play off of last week's episode. Hold on, whoa, whoa, Ooh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good and it's smooth. A little kick in the back. I just took a little bigger drink than I should have and um, retroed and all that and man that's really good it's got all the good stuff you want in it it's got uh, you know kind of some um, woodsy leathery caramely and then it's just got a nice bump and goes down good like I said, I did a little too much, but man, that is really good. I haven't had this in a long time. Matter of fact, I may have never had it. I doubt that, but I know I've had the 90 because um, I put it in some of my old decanters. Right. So I thought you had Anyway, I didn't want to interrupt. No, you're but. good. Um, last week when we were talking about uh, how we did the Mild Dias when we broke that down, I kept saying that we broke the cigar into the three quadrants. First off, the word quadrant, quad means four, so I'm kind of stupid there. We're just gonna chalk that up to a me word, quadrant. And then something that we found really funny is last Wednesday, we were talking about how the St. Louis Cardinals were on a 10 game win streak, um, and it was looking like they were gonna do okay. And then last night they won their 17th game in a row and clinched the second AL wildcard spot, which is the longest so let's be here next week and be saying, oh my God, they awesome. are going to finish the oh. season out. And so let's see. So they're at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So they could do a 22 run. Six more games though. Yeah. No. Five more games though. Five more games. And, but what the year, um, the Atlanta Braves had a really big long winning streak. Well, the Cleveland Indians, like, in 16 went 30 some odd games oh yeah, okay they went a long time well if you're winning it can't be bad no that's for sure 
And I'd rather win, you know, you'd rather win the important games than win the just to get a cool freaking win-loss record. Right. Because a win-loss record doesn't matter when you don't win the whole thing. The, the great thing about the Cardinals right now is their, their batting is insane. I mean, it, it's just crazy. And then the pitching finally is starting to work out. Now, there have been some glitches, but for the most part, the pitching has come around. The defense is good. I mean, you know, going into the playoffs, not these guys, you know, if they continue to play like this, it, it could be fun. It could be a lot of fun. Very true. It could. October it could. could be very interesting. It's going to be an interesting October for baseball, that's for sure. What do you assume they'll play in the first uh, wild card game? Uh, I don't know who they'll play, but whoever if whoever went uh, whoever wins plays the Dodgers. So whoever wins the, the wild card game, it's yeah. a one game playoff. But you know something too, we've always played the Dodgers good. Yeah, it's true. for some reason it's we've true. always played the Dodgers. Everyone good. likes to see Kershaw against you know St. Louis hitters, and not for nothing. So far, we've been playing the Brewers pretty fucking good, That's too. That's true. So. Play again tonight, right? I mean, well, yeah, tonight, 645. So, man, this is a power pack. I don't know what's in here. Um, man, this thing is packed with some stuff. I mean, feel that thing. That's pretty heavy, too. Yeah. You know what's in that Aguila size of that 4 kicks, too? That's a little thicker, box. I think. Just a little thicker, but I, I yeah, you're you're right. It's it's close to that, and um, I don't know what the hell could be in this, but uh, it's cool. It's cool to see all the monsters in a different format together. Um, you know, you see them in the like I said, the Lanceros and the Cazadors, the skinny monsters, uh, but to see them this way. Uh, like when you look in the box, the way they're displayed, it is super unique. But it, it I just, I just, <laughs> what I love about it is, I see so many people buying this and just never touching it, leaving it sealed. It sits. They just don't open it. Nothing happens with it. I like the there. fact knowing that we probably have another one we can purchase. So giddy up and have a lot of fun with this one. I mean, it's just like, okay, one keepy aroundy and then the other one like smoke the hell out of it and have some fun with it. I mean, yeah, like there's nothing wrong. I was, I was reading some stuff the other day about guys talking about what they do with their monsters. And so like, they'll go like every year, right? So you've got Frank is one. And then you go to 14, well, 14 now with with uh, Creature, if you count Creature and, and Karloff. But 1 through 13, what they would do is every year that ends in 1 on Halloween, they would smoke the Frank. Right? Every year that ends in 2, they would smoke the Drac. Every year that ends in 3, they smoke the Face. You know, that's something cool that you've got, if you've got boxes of them to hold on for and smoke one. Yeah. At a time, but... Something like this, like this again is what I was worried about the advent calendar. I feel like people were gonna buy it and just not do anything with it. Well, we're not, we're, do, we're smoking yeah. them. So 14, but Karloff isn't in here. Karloff's not in there and I don't know why. So there'd be, there's 15 Well, there's uh, 15, yeah, sorry. There, there's 15 yeah. including the creature. Um, but then it'll be interesting to see what this uh, Frank Reduck, R-E-D-U-X, how do you say that word? Is that redo, Redux? What do you mean? Like R-E-D-U-X is the word. That's what they're calling it? Frank, Redux? Frank R-E-D-U-X. Huh, Redux. I don't know. 
Reduce, huh. redo, redo, I don't know. It's I'll a redo. It redo, yeah, so maybe they're doing something else with it. And that's interesting, because if you look at some old interviews when, I shouldn't say old, probably, I don't know, four, three, two, three, four years ago, um, Pete Johnson talks about, like, I don't know how long the Monster Series is going to keep going, right? I'm not going to do it every year forever, but there's nothing saying we don't go back and revisit all of them again. You know, everyone's got your favorite monster. How long has the Monsters been going? 13 years. 14 years now. Okay. Hmm. Or maybe it's, actually, I think it's 12 because I think Chuck and Tiff came in the same year. Or Tiff and the Bride came, no, Chuck and Tiff came in the same year. I think, maybe. Two came within the same year of each other. Hmm. But yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Well... I guess I was just thinking when we were talking about the monsters, I've, I've already been thinking about other names for this, you know, because we've got the Cyclops out and we've done this three pack um, and now we're getting ready to drop. Hopefully if everything goes well, we have everything in town this coming weekend for the hooligan. And um, I'm already thinking about other names. Now, we could keep it in this kind of series, in this genre, and then kind of jump and start kind of another line of something. But I already have one that is visually in my head and already ready for this time to drop next year, maybe in the three bags. Um, you got like me, or? Well, I was thinking about, I got, we got the hooligan and it's kind of a, you know, we put a, a white carved pumpkin on the label. And then of course we had our anchor with the Cyclops. And then I was thinking about a black cat, a crazy cool black cat and calling Spooky. Spooky. So we got the Cyclops, the hooligan, and then Spooky, spooky. next, a uh, Spooky next, um, uh, um, uh, and you know, God, no, this is just like he's, you know, the Vikings just fucking hearing about this. But I'll show him kind of where I got the idea. But anyway, it's just fun, and uh, so we're really excited about the hooligan. I'm hoping, you know, the construction is good. It should be because you know the other one was fabulous, and hopefully people love this one as much as they do the the Cyclops, and and we can continue this, you know very exciting yeah very. it's good it's gonna be fun i'm not worried about that at all um yeah it's been it's been great out here. it's actually not you know this will be the first podcast in a while we're gonna sit out here and there's not gonna be any background noise no helicopters it, no bombs going off no lawnmowers well, we still got probably another hour so don't that's be so true. sure yeah, that's true. <laughs> this music our background in here i don't know if any of the listeners travel between well, let's say Rolla and Pacific out here on 44 in Missouri, but they have a station called 95.3 uh, KMOX or KXO. It's, I think it's KMOX. Anyway, I think it's out of Cuba. And I'm telling you, man, they just don't play a bad song. It's all old classic stuff, you know, and they mix it up yeah, really good. Yeah, they play a wide range of it, though. It's you can have, like you can have Michael genre. Jackson going, you know, one minute, and then you could have Poco or well, Michael Jackson Little River Band. Jimmy Buffett came on. So right. Freaking Purple Rain was on before all that. So I mean, we're, we're cruising. It's not bad. They mix it up really well. Um, the more I smoke this cigar, I'm just so freaking intrigued what the hell is in this because... It's just really interesting. Sometimes that's fun about the cigar, though, right? To try and actually guess the tobaccos and not to know exactly what it is. I think of that the same way you look at bourbon, right? You know, I've told you, I hate 
whiskey bottles that on the side tell you the taste profile. Yeah. Because then everybody that drinks it tastes the same dried fruit with the, with the barrel and a little bit of heat from the charcoal. All, you know, all that shit that's written on there. That may be easier for you than me, but I can tell you if I spent my days opening up plastic bags and like sticking my nose in a, a big bag of leaves from Costa Rica, from a specific region and or Peruvian, and you just keep going and from Nicaraguan, Esteli, and then after a while, I think you could do that. I'm still, you know, got my um, beginner's license in uh, being able to actually pick out tobacco. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not saying like someone can, I think it's very, very difficult. And I think even, uh, we'll use Luciano for example, even he would tell you, if you just handed him a random cigar and didn't tell him who it was or where it's from, uh, he's not gonna be able to tell you the exact tobaccos. Might be able to nail the region. He might be like, okay, this is, you know, this this tens Nicaraguan, right? Yeah. Or this tens Dominican, this tens Mexican, you know, so on and so forth. But you can't. That's much like I've always, I have always wanted to sit down. I know this is a one-off, but like if Book or No, we're still alive, right? I'd want to sit down and pour a bunch of his his releases, right? And then go to MGP and grab some orphan barrels and pour them, right? Somewhat same mash bill over time, all that, and see if he could pick his own stuff out against something else. You know? Yeah, that'd be very interesting, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I've done it. I actually, I haven't done it yet. I want to do it. I'm trying to locate cigars that look just like the Cyclops, okay? Now, there's not many 654 pigtail shagfoots with a Mexican San Andreas wrapper on them, you know, but if you can find that, I want to mix them all up and us cut and light till we find our cigar. Because I think it's, I don't think that's saying you don't know your own product. I think You're that's saying the Cyclops is out there. No, 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 no. It, that we could pick it out. You could pick uh -oh. it out of something else. Yeah. Right? Now there's a lot, like if you put a bunch of Dark Oscuro or Colorado Natural against it, I can know that cigar by the feel of the wrapper. Because there's something unique about that, that Cyclops wrapper. It's dry but silky at the same time. It's very confusing, but it's, it's what makes that cigar fantastic, really. You know? Um, so I told you I've been smoking box press, right? I jumped back into box press cigars. I've been missing out, bro. I've been missing what, out. What, mostly Padron? No, I've always smoked Padron. I don't consider those box press. They're Padron. That's how they come. See? Duh! Nope, that's how they come. They're not box press. Hold on. I just remember us getting to a certain point and I'm like, hey man, you know, we're, you know, from uh, Crown Heads to Tatuaje to, um, oh, Roma Craft, you know, blah, blah, blah. We just keep going on with these we were rolling with. And then I'm like, how about we go just go back to some, you know, constant ones that have been around forever. Some well, old we did our cars. three classic episodes. And then when we had that Padron, I was so like, what the hell are we doing, man? We have been missing out. That cigar is a bomb. That actually, and I just noticed you've been smoking those a lot lately. That actually, oh, I actually have one here. Right, I'm just like, so, yeah, I get you, man. Those are fucking fantastic. Um, I actually, uh, that episode when we did that actually changed the filler composition on the Cyclops before it came out. Because I wanted more Lajero in it. 
that's when we did those last samples on that that we really fell in love with. But I mean, uh, that's no, what dude, I'm wondering speaking, if there's lajero. I there's got to be some lajero in here. That's the spice on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. Um, speaking of Tatuaje, this this uh, Cujono series, right? Like the one I gave you, the 20, the Sumatra. Um, the 2021 is coming out. It's in the Bellicoso, and I told you that's the, the 15th rumor. You know, it's gonna be in there. Um, but those cigars are so fantastic. One thing that I forgot about box press cigars that kind of an this is gonna sound so stupid. It kind of annoys me, but it makes the cigar so damn impressive. Have you ever had a box press that did not draw perfectly? Yeah, I think we were talking about that with Luciano. Yeah, you cut a box yeah. press because of the way those tobaccos have been molded and the corners have been formed in them. These air passages are just through and through in those things, and they breathe. They just draw effortlessly. Like it's like as the wind blows, it smokes the cigar on its own. It just smokes itself as it's going, and it just it just keeps going. But it's unique. You actually, it's actually easier to draw a lot of flavor out of them that I found. And I found some that are really kind of creeping in there, man. That new sixty from Rocky Patel that came in. Yeah, I haven't that one's it good. Yet. That one's actually really good. Uh, I went back to the ALR two. You know, the ALR two is really good. Uh, the Cajonos are fantastic. Um, you know, I have to say, I'm not trying to jump on your thing there, but um, me and you both were, were not really Rocky Battel fans. I mean, he's got a lot of cigars, that, and I've smoked a lot of them, and uh, just really wasn't big fans of most of what I smoked it. But here lately, there's been, from the Exclusivo, now that was a TAA, right, release? That was absolutely fantastic. Oh, the Rocky TAA, yeah. Yeah, and um, now you're saying this one's good, and we've 60's smoked. good, man. We've had uh, a few others. I can't think of right now, but I know we've had some. You've had the ALR too. That's the one. The, the, the it's like rose gold, and it's got the scripture yeah. on it. Yeah. But man, that. he's been he's been knocking some cigars out of the park, and then of course we still love niches bold we yep. like the second year better but um <clears throat> that was really good as well but man this cigar is good i'm loving it um and i love the size of this um this was probably a 654 something like that yeah but it's it's a little bit of double perfecto right it tapered a little at the beginning and a very little like not yeah. not drastically like most do where it goes from like a 50 to a 48 it's just just enough that it that it rolls off it now it's good it's drawing pretty good i'm a little tempted to cut it one more time and see if it opens up but then again i'm happy with the um enjoyment i'm not trying to speed this up right? right because sometimes you will do that second cut it'll draw much better but then whoop there go that cigar really starts <laughs> yeah. going now so i'm choosing not to do that because i'm really enjoying this um and why should i not there's only there's fucking only one 
There's even this one thing. and done. There's this thing going on now. Like, God, that's the best candy. <laughs> and it's the only one in the box. Who took the last fucking Kit Kat? <laughs> who, who, who took the only caramel covered chocolate one out of there? Now the rest of them are like strawberry cream <laughs> and some other bullshit. That's that, that's that asshole that. <laughs> there's like, what? You open up a box, it doesn't even look like it's been opened. And there's six of them with one bite out of them. And then there's one missing. Oh, he found the caramel. Right? That's totally that's true. Funny. You lay you lay a shit ton of cigars out on the table, right? And you got 12 bottles laid out. Everybody's smoking off the table. Everyone's drinking off the bar. That's that dude that goes into the humidor, grabs a cigar, grabs a different bottle, and walks out. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? And or if you came to my, you know, this was years and years, me and you smoking monsters, and you open it up, and up oh, there it is, it's gone. There's the creature, if that would end up being my favorite, which well, I'm nowhere anywhere close to figuring out what my favorite monster is yet i'm just i'm just i'm just saying the the face this what i what has made this my favorite monster uh as far as the cigar right like the wolf i'm a wolf man guy i got the wolf man it's cool right this cigar everyone i've smoked even even this size the cazadores the lancero and the, the skinny monster i can remember this this cigar, it, it's transcendent it, it goes each each one's been sort of the same obviously different points that have clicked on and off but like just between you know, with the drag between the lancero and the skinny monster right two different sizes they're two distinctly different taste profiles on the tongue personally right yeah we talked about that too because we did the skinnies and then i we bought a box of the and i always screw this up the candaris cazadores cazadores mm -hmm. size i liked a little bit more I feel like it's got um, a little more flavor, a little more pack in it for me. I, I, whatever the hell that means, but it's just a little better than the skinny, right. skinny monsters. Well, and then the, the thing that's always been the issue with skinny monsters is, and you know, everyone was naive and rude and dumb at some point. Even I used to tell people like when you were cutting them, you were just doing it wrong. But even on those skinny monsters with this Perfecto cutter, that's too much. Wow. Right? It's got a true Cuban cap. The idea is that you lick your finger, peel that cap off and the binder's exposed and you smoke you know when you clip yeah. down you're in the binder it sucks like you know you can't you can't draw through it but um, yeah i've been doing that um and my new thing this fall is going to be in in our parties and group settings i have a chain now for my scissor cutters that will be attached to me and i'll take a cigar cut it and then in my pocket the chain's there i'm not going to lose it just because, and it's it's nobody trying to take mine. It's just like, hey, you get so caught up in the evening and everything, that, there goes my $2,000 lighter. I lost it. So, not that I have a $2,000 lighter. So, but, did watches go out of style? Chain watches, right? Like chain some, watches. Never, I have, watch. I have so them too. Now you're doing a pocket scissor? Yeah. I have Bougie. one of those too. I have one of those Bougie. too. I love it though. You know, like vests and stuff, and like tuck it in the vest and all that. Your little pocket you put in it. Well, you know I'm a vest guy. You know I'm a vest guy, so that's what I'm gonna try to rock. That's true. And I'm wearing Janine's father's gold. It's either her father, her grandfather's gold chain. So that'll be cool this fall. I'm looking forward to that. That's pretty sweet. I think I'll get one too. Oh, cool. That'll be good. We'll be like the Chain Brothers. 
I told you. <laughs> the Chain Brothers, like the Chain Smokers. Hey, we'll be Chain Brothers. We gotta get our That'd little trike gang going. Right. Knights of Shenanigans. Right. We'll call it the Cyclopses. <laughs> the Cyclopses. Um, no, so before we move on from the monsters, you know the big thing that's already trending that's already getting out? I do not. People have bought their monster boxes and people are trying to trade everything away to fill it with the uh, creature. Everybody everybody wants to give the other 14 away. <laughs> to get 14 to get more creature. creatures? Yeah. Or 13, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've seen guys going, I'll give you the box and the cigars, you just give me the creature. So are we assuming they've tried the creature and they fucking love it and they I, want more creatures? I guess. Or you run to those people, again, they just want to stash this shit. Even if we knew Pete Johnson, you think we'd get a, a bag of these? No. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, no. Yeah. If there's a bag of those laying around, uh, in his house. <laughs> well, well, you know, like Luciano, man, he comes in with the magic, uh, what would I call that? Like a little travel bag or whatever. It's a fucking suitcase. A suitcase travel. It's a, oh, you know what? It looks like a, it looks like a makeup bag on wheels. Right. But you wouldn't, you, you know, like, okay, we know there's cigars in there, but Luciano pulls up, opens it up, and then come to find out half of it is cigars, and then in the other half is all his tobacco laid out in different bags and whatever. And, um, but you know, you see him pulling out them little uh, cellophane bags of shit, and he sm we smoked some good stuff. That last one we smoked, was bad to the bone. I didn't. Well, like I didn't pressure him to find out. I think that's a future mm -hmm. cigar coming. We're sitting there smoking around. And he pulls these two. These two kind of uh, uh, Casadoras, maybe the Corona Gordas out. Right. Cuts him and he hands it to me. He goes, "That's next year's Panola." Oh. It's the 2022 Hawaii State Exclusive. He just hey wait there. Yeah. Ah, this is the only time I'm ever gonna freaking smoke it. Yeah, I'm stoked. Thanks. You're the best. Love you. <laughs> you know, but that's that's just the kind of the crazy shit about um the monster side of things that happens. Um but there was something I had to ask you and now it's literally escaping me. All these talk I and by the way, we were just talking about an hour ago because Halloween's coming up, right? Me and Mark both love Halloween. It's just one of my favorite times of the year. Well, fall, October, anyway. Um, last year, um, I was the Joker. Well, no, well, last year that wasn't last. Last. Oh no, last year I was um, the cowboy from Disney. You were Woody. Woody, and yeah. Janine was my Woody girl, or whatever yeah. the hell. She's Jane. Okay. So now Again, Disney Pixar movies, man. Yeah, but it went it went off like a hitch. It, it really it was great. You know, I'm the cowboy already, so right. why not be Woody? That's probably the bandana from the costume. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm not out here with the hat. I mean, because it's a good hat too. I actually paid. I never even used the hat that came in the bag. I bought a different hat. But anyway. I'm trying to come up with my outfit for this year, and I, I may just be a monster. I so, am being Jack Skellington. Mm, I cannot wait to see that. What are you doing with the beard? Hiding it. Actually, so I got, I got one of those, those masks that go over your head, and they move with your face. 
The oh. way the way it sits back, like I haven't, you know, I haven't cut my beard and cut, when I take it down, I lose about that much of it. Yeah. It'll sit up in there like that. But it know? grows back in like a month. That's true. So I'm Jesus. gonna do it like the day before. <laughs> but I got the whole the whole outfit, shoes, hands, the whole thing. Looks so, great, man. Anyway, I've got some ideas now. I, I may be a monster. I have to see if Janine would be in with her part with the monster. But have you seen these masks I'm talking about though? Yeah. They glue to your face and they you can okay. smoke in them and shit. They I move around? No, but that would be great to see. That would be great. They're awesome. Wow, you already have it? Yeah, it's in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I'll show it to you. I'll bring it Saturday for the event. Just I wanna it. have a little <laughs> I wanna have a Halloween. I don't even want to say it's a Halloween party. I was thinking about having a spooky pool gathering or something. Make the light. <clears throat> like turn the, the pool red and have some floating eyeballs and everybody I, comes over I and hangs out or something. That. That'd be all fun, right? Um, anyway, this is where all the ideas come. Yeah, this is like a think you know, table right here. A think table yeah. tank, whatever. Um, um, anyway, I'm about an inch and a half into this thing and it is just smoking beautiful i mean yeah i'm it looks guys so we're, we're actually recording the whole podcast so patron members oh yeah can see all this um like when you look at this you saw it at the start of the show this cigar was only about four and a half inches it wasn't and i mean this is 32 minutes of smoking so is that about two inches it's about halfway through yeah have you asked yet yeah 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 and speaking um, of which let's let's um recap with luciano because we talked about the ash with him well too, he whole... said everything that i always said that i thought was dumb about it do you remember <laughs> yeah the stack and the dime thing and whatever he said really um the longer you leave that ash and you can correct anything that i may have misinterpreted but longer you leave that ash in you're actually getting some um some retro from the ash in the taste of the cigar so to let it go a little bit and then naturally go ahead and drop it because after a while your cigar is not smoking i had always thought leave the ash on it's kind of protecting um, the inside cone if you will or whatever and it helps keep your cigar consistent and whatever and i guess that's true to a certain point but he goes you don't need to fucking go forever right just drop it after so many inches because you're getting a little bit of that retro burn off of there 100 okay cool yeah. Yeah, no. So I was uh, paying attention. Big, it's cool. Yeah, you were that day. The uh, big. <laughs> There's others, I guess. I haven't paid attention. Big, uh, that's again. That's one of those big, like, um, one of the greatest things about the cigar industry, and kind of one of the worst things is how involved everybody wants to be, and how certain teachings can kind of be taken with and ran with. And that was the idea. You know, long ash competitions happen for smoking technique and skill, right? And uh, even Luciano stated that the longer the ash goes has nothing to do with the construction of the cigar, right? It's, it comes down to cooling and heating and how you're doing it. And, you know, that's why you always see people in rooms with just this way with no, no air movement. It's a big smoke cloud and they're real static when they move and trying to balance it and everything. You just smoke the cigar on your back the whole <laughs> yeah. fucking time. I mean, one of the funny things about, about a cigar is like there is a very elegant and very, very slow certain people call proper way of smoking a cigar like when you light the cigar it should actually take you almost a minute to light a cigar 
you should toast everything. The actual lighting should never happen when you're drawing it. You should slowly warm the tobacco till it starts, right? And then you smoke, draw, take your draws in, set the cigar down, allow it to cool, pick it up, draw, allow it to cool, so on and so forth. And when it does that, as it cools, the ash will naturally fall off. Wow, that's great. I don't think I've ever done it. I've never done it either because <laughs> as much as I have watched, I shouldn't say many, but I've seen people go that method of it and it does not seem enjoyable to me at all. Like you're paying way too much attention to something that should, that literally forces you to relax and, and chill, you know? It, you know, I wish some people would relax and chill when they smoke, but you know, I mean, it, it, it just, it's one of those things that happens. But yeah, you had that, you hit that on the head. All right. That was solid. Um, yeah. So far, this is good. That's interesting. The thing you were saying about these guys that are so into the creature, they're giving away their whole freaking box. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, there's some of the allure there, right? It's the only one that no one smoked and there's literally i want to say like a couple thousand of these boxes were made like maybe 1500 boxes i think there wasn't a lot of them it could be 1200 so there's 1200 of those cigar of that cigar in the market right and where's the bulk of that market going that's an, if you know i don't know if the, you know i don't know exactly like missouri's a big has to be a pretty big state for Tatawahe because they're they're fairly popular in Kansas City they're very popular in St. Louis right. in between probably not that much but Kansas City and St. Louis have a big draw I, I, I don't want to go as far as say two petite cigars but there's a, definitely a following of Tatawahe especially um Roma Craft. Roma Craft is, you know, I can't think of the name. Uh, you'll you'll know the name of the cigar shop down in uh, downtown Kansas City in Lock the art. Local churro. I mean, they're big Roma Craft. Um, but Crown Heads there too. Tatawahe doing really well there. So I don't know. That'd be interesting to know. It ain't Florida, which seems no, so yeah. weird to me. I um I have I have no idea because again you don't know if this was unless you're a shop owner or an order you don't know if how this was presented were these allocations were these first come first serve order limits were these it really depends on how it was put out you know but you've always you always got to remember there's the original the, the unlucky 13 stores right the first stores that ever opened the monsters from the beginning right when 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 Frank first came out the first stores that had them those guys will always get it first. I love that. You know, that's great. Um, but from that point, I, I have no idea. It, it would you would you would have to literally have a map of, or you'd have to be sitting next to Pete, Casey, and Annie, and be like, okay, so what's the plan here? Where, where is it going? Who's doing your logistics? How it works? That's the one thing. I mean, you never know. And then sometimes it happens in in the industry that <laughs> yeah. Things get pre-sold, right? And then not as many as you thought were being made get made, right? So if everybody got 10, now suddenly some people get 10 and some people get two, right? right. That's gonna happen. That happens with everything. Every business does that. Doesn't matter, it happens all the time, you know? But that would be interesting to know. I just don't know. I mean, think about it, think about it in, in whiskey and bourbon. Yeah. Scotch, any, 
any product that's being imported or exported or coming in or out from anywhere. And in some ways, it, it always goes back to, you know, like when you start a bar that's very successful or whatever, you know, you create that line. You know, oh, there's a line to get in there. Well, why is that? Well, sometimes it's because they want to create that allure. There's a line. This is something really popular, blah, blah, blah. And he's definitely created a line with the limited stuff that he puts out that people want it, right? I mean, it's the same way with bourbon now. I mean, it's like everything's fucking allocated. That's, And I don't want to say that's good because that's obviously not true. We've proven that many times over. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get great bourbon. <clears throat> but we're unique because what we do on our podcast, we try to get around and taste a lot of stuff so we can talk about it and share it with people, you know, on the podcast and everything. But Oh, speaking of tasting some, um, we'll shout out to our locker sponsor, Lit, and all that, but the new barrel picks came in today. So two Yellowstone cash strength picks. Uh, I hope I hit this right. What did I say? 109 and 115. I think you did. Are yes. the two two different picks? Both bottles available 54.99. Now you remember me probably a month and a half ago. I came in with a new bottle. It was a Yellowstone barrel pick, and it's it was a hunter proof. It's that bottle, the black and red bottle. Right, but I think that was just a hunter proof. Was it? I don't know. I I don't want to say for sure, but I thought I thought it was. But either way, this is going to be a little stronger. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. interesting. And what what I've noticed, um, now to be honest, the only Yellowstone I've drank is the lit barrel when we did the lit barrel pick taste off against the flagship. Yeah. And then that bottle you had. Um, so obviously the original lit barrel pick was way better than flagship Yellowstone. Dean's liquor had one too. That was pretty damn good. I tried that. Oh, okay. And then, um, but that, that black and red, which I think we found is cash strength, right? It's over a hundred or more. Right. Whatever. Yellowstone to me at higher proof, it's just better. Like yeah. it, it's meant to be there. Well, we've already experienced that with Blanton's because now yeah. Blanton's we've had the regular at 90 and then we had the 100. What is the, the gold horsey? Is that just 100? One, no, it's 51%, so 102. Okay, whatever. Right. That's absolutely spot on oh, no, because sorry. we've had the 80 We've had the eighty reserve now. 86 is the reserve, 90 is flagship, and then gold is 100 plus. Right. Yeah. And even Blanton's, man. You get it? Over a I'm telling you, I think bourbon should just go to 100. Like, one of the biggest things we talked about last year that blew our fucking minds was that Maker's Mark 101. Well, I think the reason they don't is because, you know, it's like I've been kidding and we're still trying to learn golf. Um, and today we had a really good day of golf. We're, we're getting the hang of it. But I always kid, we just we got our learner's permit now and we're really trying to learn the game. I think the lower proofs are good because... You know, it gives guys a chance to kind of start building their palate and try the 80s and then maybe move up to the 90s and that. Right. And then they find they find their niche because I definitely, if you'd have started me out with 124, I mean, I probably would have went, holy shit. That, you know, that's a good point. If you imagine sitting someone down with kitchen table and saying, okay, this is what bourbon is. Holy shit. You know, or shiny barrel at 131. Or go uh, Elijah Craig, uh, 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 Elijah Craig barrel proof, right. 137. 
right or a 135 those uh, those numbers are are crazy in there and but they're great what is stag jr stag jr is the one that i like to put a drop or two of uh, water in there say it's 116, 106, 116. The um, the junior. Junior, yeah. But I'm not necessarily. I always putting, thought George T. Stag was lower than Junior, or maybe I have that backwards. Not sure, but know. I'm putting that water in to open it a little bit more because there's a lot of flavor in that Stag Junior. So that's kind of why I do that. I I've never put. I don't put. You know. Me and you both are pretty neat drinkers, and uh, we take it right out of the bottle the way it is. But there is a few that I've put a drip of water or two in there just to kind of open it up a little bit, and you get a little more flavors because there's a lot going on in some of these bourbons. Um, anyway, this thing's amazing. This wrapper, I, I'm just wondering if this is a uh, a Nicaraguan wrapper because it is smooth as silk there's no nodules there's nothing on well, I'd, I'd, just I'd even bet. see just like a little just for my lip yeah it's really thin this wrapper would not surprise me i'd bet primarily that cigar is nicaraguan you know i mean everything pete does is with pepin so it's that would be my bet too yeah. this is pretty it's much just a matter of what's what's actually on it you know with some lucero packed in there Did I say that right? Lajero. 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 It's burning fantastic, man. All right, man. Yeah. So we, uh, we're drinking this very old Martin, <coughs> which I, this bottle right here was $19. Um, and, and on here, I have made a point of getting a lot of the bibs and then the 100 proofs and the 101s we've tried um for 19 dollars, this stuff's amazing and it's just new to missouri but it's been in illinois for a long time i've gotten mine most of the time over at dean's liquor in collinsville yep i'm pretty sure fantastic little uh store over there they really do a good job of like half of the place is wine and the half the rest of the half is bourbon vodka gin and the other uh, mixy, mixy dixie things, whatever. But then um, now this, the other one that I brought today because we had <clears throat> we had that um, we had that dinner with Luciano <clears throat> with Prime Cigar and um, Lit, and um, they um, did have like three or four different versions of the elk. Yeah, and yeah, they, poured. They, had, they had what rye? Yeah, rye. We did, yeah. Uh, so I just I put on there four. Well, we we had four samples. Yeah, yeah, there were four. I'm just I always forget what the fourth one is. There's the bourbon, the rye, and the weeded, and I think they had the weeded bourbon. And this rye. one, this particular one, is a barrel pick by Captain Z's. It's a it's the weeded bourbon. So um, that is what we are going to be pouring out of my elk head which my partner the viking was able to snag me an elk head um so we can pour it right out of the little elkie's mouth look at that isn't that beautiful oh it's beautiful my uh, arms are a little weak because i've been swinging so many clubs today but and not to mention that's a beautiful bottle
Now let's recap real quick on Old Elk. This is out of, um, I know it's Colorado, but is it, uh, is it in um, where Julian is up there in um, Fort Collins? I believe it is Fort Collins. Fort Collins, Colorado, yeah. But it's distilled in well, we'll Indiana. Okay. Which so means it's MPG. What? MGP. MGP. And, um, but we had the old elk when it first came out, and boy, it wasn't that good, I didn't think. It was a little young or whatever the hell it yeah, is. Yeah, I think man. old elk has gone through quite the, actually, what's really funny about it, I, I think we know old elk has gone through quite the change because I remember when the first time I had seen old elk, uh, it was on a clearance shelf at a gas station. And wow. then it was being sampled by uh, the local rep company, Southern Glaciers at the time. I think it was Glaciers. It, the Glaciers may have actually got it later. I don't know, but um, it's definitely gone through a change. It's much better. Uh, this is actually a barrel pick from Captain Z's. Um, and this guy's sitting at 116.3. Uh, and this is the weeded bourbon. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Let's give this a little sniff. Fabulous. It's so fluffy on the tongue. But don't you get it like it doesn't sit on the tongue, it like hovers on the tongue. It's not Me and you've had enough MGP juice by now that it's just like Oh yeah, that's an old friend. It could be in any freaking bottle, whether it's an elk or whatever the hell else, it's orphan barrel or whatever, and you're just kind of, oh yeah, my old friend. Yeah, you could almost bet it's from there. It's just got a specific uh, taste profile for a long time, and we've been kind of off it a, a bit now because the two they've had two releases from Booker's. We're still waiting for the third um, to drop. I mean, there's only been two. There's We're, only been two, which means three and four. Well, it could mean that three's out right now. We just haven't freaking seen it in the store yet. I don't know. That'd actually be, and it's, yeah, I'd almost be like, okay, hey, we'll just check, you know, the website for the release dates and all that. But I think the, the newest release on the website still shows pigskin. So, but I'm telling you the last, uh, we were on a roll with bookers for a while and they were just, they were kind of the same taste profile, but it just had a little distinct flavor that was a little and, different. And one, when it comes to Booker, I think we, we talked about this before, that always amazed me about Booker's is somehow the name reflected the taste in some way, shape, or form. That was nailed perfectly. Now, that maybe that, again, me, me kind of contradicting myself and that thing I say that I hate when I put taste you know, profiles on a bottle, but, you know, like the kitchen table, right? And, and then when you read the story, it's about the old kitchen table that everything was done on and this and that and this and that. It had a lot of wood to it, like old barrel to it. It kind of connected. Country ham, right? It had that weird, like, butter, or no, it was uh, country biscuits. Country biscuits or granny's batch granny's or something? Granny's batch, yeah. I don't and know. it talked about the biscuits. It was like, it was kind of a buttery wheat. Like, yeah, it made sense. It was really cool to see. It's hard to pick out a favorite. I guess the story and everything for me, the one that really got to me was the shiny barrel, um, was so damn good. And the story behind that was, is they kind of went into the Rick house and were looking at the barrels. And then, of course, they find this one because the guys that go around and taste and are watching the barrels, this one just, 
tended to be a little rubbed on. The guys kind of have a belly and they're rubbing and getting some of that and they ended up calling that the shiny barrel, which I was like, <laughs> man, that's crazy cool. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing, uh, uh, speaking of shiny barrels and I don't know how I just all of a sudden remember this, but this is going to be on the podcast. I don't know if I can get it done, but um, we had a little meeting with Cass and the boys, a uh, little bourbon gathering um, a week ago, and he had a bottle of Blanton's from Washington, D.C., from um, that uh, bar that Soifer is always talking about that is oh, like world Jack, famous. Uh... It was their barrel pick. They call it the honey barrel pick. Um, Blanton's. Johnny. It was like, it was, the Rick level was like two. I mean, it was so, it was sweet and smooth. Not overly sweet, but it was Johnny amazing. Johnny Jack's, Johnny Jack, Johnny's. Ah, it'll hit me. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's got the, it's a, it's a library of bourbon. Right. Um, You're exactly yeah. right. The place is, the place is insane. I mean, they got, when you talk about dusties, I mean, they got bottles that the liquid in the bottle is 45, 50 years old. The bottle itself oh, is 55, 60 years old. I started old. getting a cramp. I was you're like, looking, yeah! You're looking at a hundred year old whiskey between being bottled and not being open. You know, crazy shit like that. Um, but I heard that place closed, sold all its stuff off. Oh, was closing. Well, that's interesting. <clears throat> that would shock me because that place is so world famous, and he just got this from there. Uh, so, oh, maybe not. I actually was asking, is, can, is there any way we can work a deal to get another one of those? And he's checking into it okay. because yeah, I, I our actually, friend Swifer. I jumped in. Yeah. I jumped in Fox Cigar Bar out there in Scottsdale, and and uh, uh, yeah, out there in Scottsdale, they just got a barrel pick of Blanton's. Um, and I jumped on the register for it. I'm just waiting to see if they're all gone before I get to it. So haven't got an email yet, but uh, that would be kind of cool, you know, to, to get on one of those. Um, now I know, know we've been talking. How long is our, are we into this? 53 minutes. <coughs> I'm halfway through this cigar. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Man, it's really gonna bother me. That name's not hitting me. The name of that of the Washington of that, of bar that, of that place in. In DC, <coughs> uh, figure it out. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. And it was great. And he left it for the crew, which was like crazy amazing. Wow. Um, mm. Well, we'll have to read whatever the hell that is. We got a little thing from Swifer. <coughs> There's no way he's listening, so it isn't a reply to what whatever we were talking about. Nope. But, Man, that old elk is fantastic. But I would expect it to be. I mean, at this point, some of these, and I've had a weeded that I didn't like. This particular one, I tried the wheat, uh, a weeded version of this. It was just like their put out weeded version. I didn't like it, but this barrel pick by them, I really like. I liked the rye a little better, I think, because I have a bottle of rye and I have a bottle of regular. But um, this one is fantastic. Obviously, because I I don't we've had it and it's almost gone. Yeah, old elk has done. You know they've they've become a. Uh, I have a, a a local barrel pick of the rye, 
and it's five years old too i mean it's they've done some really really cool stuff and i think they're one of uh another one of those brands that is using mgp and actually showing what mgp is capable of um and they're not afraid to do it you know i mean aged and bottled in fort collins and distilled in indiana i mean that's it, it's super super unique it, uh, it's, it's it's super cool and bourbon's going kind of crazy now I, I told you that uh that um was the new old old, old fitzgerald the 16 8 now I sent you a picture of it. Well, they had the 16, and then <laughs> this spring they came out with the eight, yeah. which I have, I think I have two of those, one open and one for longevity or whatever. Longevity. <laughs> um, Barrel space or, or yeah. counter space. I mean, I can't imagine, to be quite honest with you, going past 16. Uh, well, I haven't start, even had the 16. You start getting, you start the getting. The 15 weird. was still really pretty yeah. good. 16, I'm not so sure. I've not some even tasted of, some it. of those ages with certain. You start getting really, really weird. You know, um, and especially, especially these being bottle and bond. It's not like they're they're blending anything well that's i guess that's the one way it, it gets away with it because like you know the the mash bill 51 percent corn right like we know all of that and obviously all those are being made from the same grower the same farm same grain you know so i'm sure they're trying it and pushing it and doing that <coughs> it would just be really curious to see where old fitzgerald goes if they stop doing the bibs you just go down to four? Well, they haven't released a 12. They haven't done a 12 in the decanter. Right. But there is a 12. There is a 12, but the 12 was there before they started the decanter series. Right, it's the only one, the only Old Fitzgerald bib not in a decanter. So, you would- At least what, at least modern. I don't know if like that one you had, the Dusty we drank, oh, that was a bottle of the bottle. Yeah, we still have probably, you know, a quarter of that left still that 12 but um i would think that would be something they would do but i think they're just going to do annual releases throughout those i just can't imagine them doing anything and if they do most likely they've done it with a, what was the one 1792 yeah and it was horrible 12 year it, that was a 12 year it was a 12 year we had and it didn't, didn't and then i told you i remember that day we had it um we were down in the city and we had it now, granted, it was like uh, 100 degrees outside. We were it sitting was. outside having cigars, drinking whiskey because we're super smart. Um, <laughs> but then it was so bad that day. I was back there, I don't know, maybe a, a three weeks, a month after that. Um, it was the, the German's birthday. Um, and we had gone there for lunch and it was there. And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? It's, it's like 1230 in the afternoon. We're in the air conditioning. Everyone's been drinking water. Your palate's not been tainted on anything. No one smoked a cigar. I was like, let's do it again. And man, it just sucked. <laughs> it it yeah. was incredibly hot, almost like numbing hot, where by the time it went away, you know how sometimes like, uh, Stag, we'll use Stag Jr. for example, right? If you don't add the water, it's really hot. I'll put hot it this way. Part. Don't even do the rest of it and throw it. I, I, yeah. you know, it's just like not even going it, it, down it here. It hits your tongue. <clears throat> you drink it and you get done you go okay 
if you're used to you know if you're used to high higher proof like we were talking about i mean you're like okay cool but then the flavor never comes it just nukes it boom hits it and it's it's done it just burns you out you know, and I, I thought it was only it's only a hundred something i mean it's not crazy right here it wasn't, wasn't insane um but that was kind of shocking because you know it happens in it happens in cigars too you have you know you'll have a line that's just so damn good like you know crown heads as much as i personally love crown heads that mule kick this year last year the mule kick yeah dude, let down dude like it, it was such a bummer so <laughs> Because that mule kick had been so good, and then it hit, and it was just wasn't the same thing. You know, it's like it. it but it, then this year. But then the four kicks, Aguilas, Aguilas came out, and wow, the Corona Gorda and the four kicks, and I had to keep my hands off that box. It's so good, and I like the way they box them. It's like okay, enjoy that first five, and then slow your roll down, baby. <laughs> Forget Because you only got five left, man. And I pulled one out there the other night. And I'm like, mm, you got a lot of cigars. You better put that one back. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, man. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, kind of hit you with some sponsor stuff. Um, again, big shout out to uh, Lit Cigar Lounge, our locker sponsor. They've got, again, tomorrow night, uh, well, tonight, when you hear this, when it goes up tomorrow, uh, $50 ticketed event for the Hamlet rolling. That's going to get you four cigars and then two fresh rolled cigars. Um, go on to the Facebook and check that out, buy your ticket there. And then uh, we'll talk about a little event that's going on Friday that I'm, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I think the Cowboy is going to be there. Um, you could run into him and say what's up. Uh, we'll talk about that after the break. We'll, uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch. Alright guys, we're back. Hope you enjoyed that from Stone Tribe. Make sure that... uh you do download Island Time, and uh, remember that every download proceeds go to muscular dystrophy, and uh, you can help with that. It's pretty sweet, man. Uh, check out No More Clouds, too. It's a pretty cool jam song we dis we discussed today. Right? I was talking about yeah. instrumentals and stuff. It's a jam song. That's what we discussed today. Figure that out. <clears throat> well, I've heard it. I've listened to it. Their stuff is good. I'm excited uh, them kind of being on board with them. It's going to be fun. Um, with listening to their music and them kind of um, joining in on the Craft Imperial family kind of gig and getting to see them sometime at some point. Yeah. Uh, we were talked about doing maybe, we're going to do a Zoom with them. We just can't do it out here at the farm because got no signal. Oh, really? No signal. Yeah. 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 It'd be like one of those commercials. Like, have you seen that funny commercial where the girl's like FaceTiming and she's like, I don't know what to wear? Yeah. And the girl goes, uh, don't freak out it's not like it's a costume party wear your best and it glitches and comes in it's a costume party your best and she shows up dressed like a friggin' <laughs> renaissance, uh, renaissance with some big cones in her head and shit yeah i know I... <clears throat> it'd come through it's, i've always liked the one too where the they were facetime and the girl picks up her baby and their sister's face goes it gets stuck yeah. like grossed out. <laughs> I've been digging the progressive, the the old man who's trying to teach all the other older people not to be their grandparents. Mm. 
And one of my big pet peeves with my gal is, is like, we'll be getting ready to go out for the night. And she's already wanting to know when we're gonna be back and how long we're staying. And I'm like, babe, let's just get there and get it going. We'll figure that out. And it's like, okay guys, let's, are we still leaving in the third quarter? They're going into this game. <laughs> and all the guys are like, yeah, man, this parking, they're making a mint on this. And he's like, no, let's not talk about parking. And then some guys, hey, are we still leaving for at the third quarter? He goes, let's get in the game. We haven't even got in there yet. And you're talking about leaving. Yeah, I get it. That's one of my pet peeves. Let's just freaking, my pet peeve is always having a plan too. I'm like, man, let's just get in the car and we'll get to a cool place. We'll eat some good din and we'll have a good time. Sometimes it's better not planned. At least that's been, I've had that go very wrong, but for the most part, that goes pretty good. So I want to talk about golf a little more because we haven't talked about the Ryder Cup yet. And there was a lot of funny shit that happened when we won the Ryder Cup. Well, you'll be talking about the Ryder Cup because I didn't get a chance um, to see anything. I know you got to. How's the cigar, dude? Talk about the creature. Tell us about the creature. I haven't smoked it. You're one of the only ones that, that I mean, some of our some of our listeners have probably smoked it by now or they will after this. Yeah. Talk about the creature. I just think it's a fantastic cigar. I don't know that I've smoked... Um, this particular size, I mean, when you pick it up, I mean, the construction of it is fantastic. It's been burning fantastic. Everything about it, it's met my expectations. Not that I really had a whole lot other than I wanted it to be good, right? Because it's the creature from the Black Lagoon kind of gig. And, um, but um, it's got some really good bold flavors in it. And then the retro hail is fantastic. And um, I'm into this thing an hour now and 10 minutes, and I still have three inches left. Yeah. I want to say something about the face, and I wonder if this, this... So I've said this before, like, as much as I love the beach and I love the water, and I know you always see the picture of the cigar on the beach, and it looks so enjoyable. It's the most annoying fucking thing in the world, right? Because the trade winds are always coming, the smoke's always going, right? You almost can't really taste anything because the trade winds are blowing the smoke out of your mouth, right? It here just today. leaves so quick. No, 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 on a beach. It's oh, a, right? yeah. Sitting out here, and honestly, this is the calmest it's ever been when we've podcasted out here. Think about it. And right? there's just we enough. actually have a pretty good breeze out here. Well, that's what I'm getting Because there's little ripples across the whole lake. There's just enough that it, when you let the smoke go, it pulls it away. And there's a little bit that leaves through your retro, kind of leaves off your palate. And, and it this is a bomb retro on this, this thing. This lingering taste, which is really, really cool. Um, if I if I had to tag what I'm really enjoying about the face, and this will make more sense a little later uh, with another episode or two. Um, this is that old school, you know, 70s, 80s Cuban before people got, and before, before the boom and, and other tobacco started coming, when you got some older older tobacco that it felt heavier like it, it's heavier right the strength is there but the flavors are not overpowering and they're not it's not really big in body that's how the cigar is i can feel the cigar but the flavors there's some really unique cedar to it like there's a good wood to it and then there is a like i had spicy gumbo for dinner last night okay spicy gumbo is not like burn your mouth hot it's not a bunch of hot sauce and peppers and stuff but when you get done there's that residual heat that hangs around just in between bites. Yeah. That's what this has going on. And what's even more unique about it is 100 proof to 116. 
I am not fighting the whiskey. They're complimenting each other, not so much in crazy taste, right? Because you can't hold the smoke really because of the wind and everything. Um, but you're not fighting them on your palate. The 116 kind of comes through with the old elk, lays that 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 MGP standard, right? That that sweet that that sweet toast. Best way to I it's guess kind of a I'll toasted kind of caramel. There you go. Yeah. To it. Um, that kind of cleanses, and you got that flavor. Then you draw this in again. You get that cedar. You get get that lingering spice. Um, and then it just kind of sits there on your palate. I mean, this cigar is utterly amazing. And I and I I want anyone to do this. If you can, if you've got them, do them. Uh, and you don't have to have all four. Like if you've got the face, if you've got the face size face, if you've got the monster mash face, if you've got the Casadoras, and if you've got the skinny monster, smoke them in a row. You're your choice. I bet I bet they transcend each other. Okay. okay really. Well, explain to me this because I've been wanting to ask you this too. What, how, what's the monster, the face monster? You know, I don't know. And then there Who's is the face? the face. What is that? Who is the face? And then also the other one is um, the face. What's the other one? Oh, Tiff. What's the Tiff monster? Bride of Chucky, Tiffany. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know so that I've bride, watched the, the, a full Chucky yeah, movie. So there's Chucky and then like Tiff is Chucky, like Chucky's bride. It was Tiff. Mm. Uh, and then the bride is Frankenstein's bride. That's who the bride is. Michael's Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, right. Jekyll Hyde, obviously Jason Voorhees, the mummy wolf, Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, Christian Black Lagoon. The face. You know, I've never honestly thought So about somebody light us up because yeah, I, I have I'm no. We're done because you know what? I, I honestly have never thought about that. Because you're sitting here loving it and I'm like, what the hell kind of monster? I just don't remember a face. Like, I'm sure it's out there, but I just That's don't know. That's gonna puzzle me. Because I'm gonna, we're gonna read it and go, oh, got it. <laughs> like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, all right, so the Ryder Cup, right? Let's talk golf. There were some really, really cool, like, flashbacks to old Ryder Cups and all that. And so, um, um, forget his fucking name now. So, who, during who won the, it? Uh, the United States won the Ryder Cup. Right. Bad, 19-9. Like, the biggest, biggest defeat since 75. Um, and, uh, so Michael, Michael Jordan was there the whole time, right? Him and his guys sitting there smoking cigars through the whole Ryder Cup watching, right? Um, Ryder Cup ends, you know, they win, and I want to say it was uh, Scotty Sheffer that walked up and he's got a cigar and he's got a bottle of champagne and he's screwing around, he's going, yeah, yeah, he's just walking around with this cigar, doesn't smoke it, just walking around like that celebratory cigar, right? How many times have you seen, we, we've done it, we've been somewhere and it's like we're celebrating, we hand cigars to somebody, right, and that cigar just sits there and they'll hold it never smoke it right yeah. or they do smoke it they smoke like an inch of it right yeah it's really it's one thing that i found really fat and i actually thought about this i looked at a picture of a wedding i wasn't in i was at a couple of years ago and uh uh it's, it's one of our good friends that had gotten married and uh the groom's brother he's from texas got a box of uh opus x right i don't, I don't necessarily remember which which one handed them all out right now there's about 18 cigars that got handed out and there was a group of about 
we, we all 18 of us were standing in a circle smoking, right? Nobody handed out the Cyclops, so. This is two years ago, bro. Uh, oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about this writer. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, okay. No, no, two years ago. And uh, um, all of us are standing there smoking, and about six of us are smoking this cigar through and through. And there's about three of, a, three of them there that every 10 minutes need a lighter. Right, to light it again. I know those guys. And then there was a group that was just, they would hold it. They would chew on it. They would, you know, they'd do the whole time with it. And it was just interesting to me. I, somebody had asked me a question and brought all this up, and I was thinking about it. When you talk about cigars, how cigars can bring people together, right? In that moment, those guys didn't want to smoke a cigar at all. They don't smoke cigars. But they stood there, and they held it, and they, you, I mean, this maybe smoked an inch or two or sucked on it or chewed on it. How they many fucking there? times have they we been in a group there. party and they want to be a part of the party so much. Oh, I want a cigar so bad. And you're tooling around and yeah, that cigar got about uh, about 10 minutes of love and it's still sitting there with about an inch and a half gone and that's right. it. Right. And that was probably what, no man, I want one of the good ones. I want one of the real good ones, but don't, don't hand me off no chump ass shit. And then it's still sitting there with an inch and a half. But yeah. it's, it's, it's cool how even even if you don't want to be exactly involved, people do it. It's the same, same way with bourbon. I mean, you'll be sitting there and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll have some of that. I don't really normally drink bourbon. And they'll, they'll buy it or you pour it for Like win the Stanley Cup, you're tooling around on your skates, you're the winner, and you're down in a bottle of uh, Pappy Van Winkle on the ice. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, though. I mean, shit. I don't know which one it was, but... You know, hopefully it was the 15. Yeah, it was, it's just interesting how that stuff goes on. But the Ryder Cup was pretty cool. I mean, it was cool to see, uh, you know, cigars being smoked and a big thing like that. And, you know, it, uh, cigars now, are still huge on the golf course. You know, I, I thought for a while. This guy, I just got sent another picture, another golfer in Illinois with a three pack. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Well, well, and and I know that's all coming out of AP and Mike Weller's place over there. He's one of our big supporters. Uh, love out for Mike and AP Cigar over there. They do real well with our cigars over there, yeah, and they're becoming and, really and popular speak, over there. Yeah, and speaking of AP and, and Mike Weller, you guys know he owns Table Thirty Six. Um, I want to kind of throw up some support for Mike. Um, I know if you're a, a Table Thirty Six fan, um, you know. Weller shares this stuff on his own. He's having some issues right now kind of getting his product in. There are a couple online locations that are selling his stuff. Don't buy it. Because, you know, if the guy that owns the company, someone's got some stuff, and he's not really getting much. It's, it's not supporting him. It's supporting somebody else. Is it you. mostly the peacemakers he's having a hard time getting in? <sighs> or is all it of all it, really, it? man. I mean, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but... You know he'll he'll get it back and he'll be he'll be running all that around, man. It's pretty cool. If you guys are stoked about it, you should really should be because once it comes in, that peacemaker, um, that thing's coming in four new sizes. So wow. that's a lot of Lajero in different sizes, which is going to be really really sweet. I think uh, he'll 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 comment or he'll call me after this and when this goes up and tell me I was wrong. But I know there's a Toro. I know there's a Robusto. But I'm pretty sure he did that that 70 he was talking about. That Lajero punch, big, just a hog. So it wasn't bigger. It was. It's not bigger than that damn hog I smoked on the uh, on the back nine. That thing was like. 
now it's what a, was that a 90 or a, it, so the the God actual damn. i wish we had a picture of that that was pretty i cool. know we were terry and val thanks for those man that that, that cigar was, was pretty actually it was a pretty good cigar so i i agree it was a good cigar pretty pretty good cigar but it literally it the it looked like is it the cartoon character the baby that's always sucking on the cigar it looked like his cigar but the actual like the cap the shoulder and like the first inch was like a 50 that you held in your mouth and then the cigar blew out had to be a 70. Well, 70 it was like 80. a nipple <laughs> it was like a freaking nipple and then just this end of a big round bat and it went about it could have been 80 or bigger and it just and then there was a nipple just it was like it was like this this was like where you hold on to it, you know, at the end of this cigar, and then it was like a big ass bat. It was, but surprisingly enough, it smoked pretty damn good. I gotta be honest. I mean, it lasted, we were out there for two hours. Well, no, yeah, we were out there for yeah. two hours at least. And um, I, I think it, I finally gave up on it. Just kind of let it go, you know, after about an hour. And it, it was pretty. I, uh, I smoked something that, that you got to smoke. Uh, Lit got in. Um, you know, we talk about AJ. I'm, not, I'm, an, I'm an old school AJ fan, right? Like, I love all the original diesel stuff that he did. You know, the Unholy Cocktail will still be one of my favorite cigars of all time. Um, but he did a, a blend with Rafael Nodal of Altidus. Um, and it's... AJ and Rafael Nodal, it's the Trinidad number two. It's something number two. Um, it's a cool Bellico or a cool Toro, um, but it's Brazilian and Nicaraguan tobacco. That's what's in it. Smoked it yesterday. Uh, Andrew, Brian, and I did at work. Uh, it's a, it, it's it's a, it's a really good cigar. You know, and this is one of those things that like I kind of wanted to talk about. Like I know we've been doing this, but you know we talked about kind of getting away from your normal cigars you smoke all the freaking time. Yeah, I mean, how many? Dude, when do we smoke Brazilian? Two, there have been two cigars that I have tried off the bat that have blown me away. That Avo Caribe. Yes. That Avo blew my mind. I lit that cigar when it came in. Andrew and I smoked them. I was like, this is gonna be another Avo. Shit, was I wrong? Like, that thing is fan. Fantastic. And then we smoked this Trinidad. What about the CAO Brazilian? The CAO Brazilian has always been a good cigar. Uh, in that cigar. pack, I think somebody gave me a five pack of those. Yeah. And for some was reason... Was it a five pack of the Brazilian or was it all... all so you have the Italia, the Brazilia, the <laughs> Americana. Got, we had the Americana, the Brazilian. Yeah. So it was those. And for some reason, I grabbed the Brazilian and I was just like blown away, man. This is really good. That's a that's a strong full-bodied cigar. That's yeah. a good cigar. And I think on that, the Brazilian, I think it's just a Brazilian A wrapper. And a, a, a wrapperca, I, I can never say. I always say Brazilian A because I can't say the word. But I think that's it. But that's a great, great cigar. Um, I always like that CAO America. I like the... Um, that one's good, too. I want to say it's the Patriot size, I think. But I love the Habano barber pole that's in it. That thin barber pole that's, that they actually lace into it. Aesthetically, it's very pretty. It looks I don't great. know if I've had that. Yeah, it, it looks looks great. Those are, those are great, great cigars. They really are. A little guy that... Uh, Another another um, company that we're gonna get in with that we haven't really done yet is Aladino, um, and Aladino is a Euroa brother, so it's the brother of Christian Euro that owns CLE Asylum, all of that. Um, he started Aladino. Um, I've smoked some of those. His Cameroon, 
Oh my God, dude. It's gotta be the best Cameroon tobacco I've ever smoked. It's insane. And I told you I found a Fuente that I like. Those, those, those Don Carlos Cameroon, man. You get in that number two, that Bellicoso. Man, that is a cigar. That is a cigar. How did you pronounce that? The Aladino? Aladino, yeah. Aladino. Mm -hmm. I had that about Wait, it. We did do those on the podcast. We did because I went over there to um, River City and I was in their humidor and whatever and he was talking about that Aladino. He goes, I really like these. And he, I River says, City Casino? R Rivers, uh, not uh, Riverman oh. uh, cigars. Oh, yeah. it used to be Acorn. Alcorn, yeah. Alcorn. Anyway, um, I went to the winery and smoked that, and I thought it was really a good cigar. And he, I, I was like, well, Honduran. It's got a lot of Honduran in it, and it's. It, and I said, yeah. I said, well, this is a really love Nicaragua. And he goes, let me show you on the map how close that is, Honduran and Nicaragua. Right I mean, there. it's like Bing, 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 yeah. Bing, Bing. Real like close. Like a Jolly Green Giant could probably. P on Honduras. Right. It's close. So he goes, they're right in there. He goes, try them. And I loved them. And I think we did smoke them on a podcast. I think we did. I think we actually did the Corojo Reserva is actually what I think we did. Um, I really do. Ooh, I just should do one more. Yeah, let's do one more. So it's a sad moment. Um, I have smoked the face off this face. So uh, moment of silence as I finally got to smoke the size on this I was waiting for. And it's for the fishies. Well... I gotta say, boom! I'm it was fantastic. Still got a lot, two inches on my creature, but I will not be giving away my monster boxes to stack <laughs> up on the creatures. <laughs> Fuck that! That's not that good. No, it is that good, but I'm not fucking doing it. I'm gonna smoke every motherfucker <laughs> in that box and uh, enjoy the hell out of them. And um, yeah, so good for those guys who can do that but not me man i'm looking forward to enjoying each one of these and um, god i wish there was just like i could write notes down and like uh, but you know listen we smoke them we talk about them that's what we do so anyway but it's been fantastic to this point there was no letdown on this and i'm glad i waited um till we did it would have been fun if we'd have had your box too we could have Boom, ba boom, boom, ba boom, boom, ba boom. Yeah. All right, so I'll fire up next to stick with. Uh, Ooh, where'd you get those? I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this so, is actually the last one of these I'll be smoking for a while. I'm down to six. Yeah, so, so tell them what we did so they'll know because why I went, ooh. Yeah, so this is the um, 2021 LLE Kappa Especial from Tatuaje. Um, this is actually what one of the T110s. I actually, in. I actually brought one of those with this us. This guy, um, and the cowboy had bought a box. Um, and when the T110s that bottle's been in, out, my, in there the whole time. <laughs> when the T110s came out, we uh, went and got a box of that, and then we kind of split these down the middle, which is really, really sweet. Um, yeah, we visited the cowboy's box. And I says, hey, brother, look at this. Because we know we were going down to crew, and we were going to get the Robustos. We were going to look at them, the 110s. And I said, hey, man, I know you love this size. I got this box. How about we split it? He's like, hell yeah. So we split the boxes, and we each got 10 of each. <clears throat> and it's been fantastic. The only thing is, is I want more of the, uh, the 110 Robustos. And it was the um, Sumatra. 
yeah, okay. It was the Sumatra. There was three. There's three of them. Sumatra, right? broadleaf, and Habano. And I don't know how much the Habano went out, but I do know it went freaking fast. Super fast. Yeah. I'm hoping there's still a box of those somewhere I can grab. Maybe, I don't know, we'll talk to Zach. Maybe he's still got something down there. I don't know. But they were fantastic cigars. They're just, I don't know. You know, the funny thing, man, is, is before I met you, I was pretty much a big cigar guy. And, man, how I've just come to love all different sizes of cigars. Asapashali, Juarez, that, that shotgun whatever you want to call it the little ones god they're just little power packs of fun and just because and i used to think this okay i only got 20 minutes okay well listen that gunshot juarez is not going to last you 20 minutes it's going to 45 50 minute cigar even though it's short the thing burns slow and it's fantastic that's just, that comes down to quality of tobacco again Ooh, man i mean it, it's, good. it's a slow burner the combustion's right on it um yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty stoked. Uh, if you're looking for, um, oh man, there's some, there's, God, there's some cool shit coming out. God, it really is. Um, uh, not to like jerk lid off too much in this podcast, but um, there's some cool uh, uh, Rocky Patel stuff coming out. So you know the, really? the 60. Yeah, right? and I haven't and even smoked that. I'm looking ALR2. Right? Yes. So there's these dress humidors that are full of one is the 60 right and it's all dolled up you know it looks like it looks as if it's a like a glass humidor painted right looks fantastic you open functioning humidor right hygrometer everything you open it it's filled with 60 same thing with the alr those guys those guys are going to come in i mean they're going to look oh they, they look so damn amazing well their packaging is is, is crazy cool yeah as classy as you can get. I mean, man, their, their stuff is great. Um, yeah, doing, it's it's pretty good. If you do want to try all three of the uh, the T110s though, I don't know about box or anything like that, but the guys down at Crew, they have some three packs they put together that's got the Sumatra Broadleaf and Habano in it. I don't know if they're still there. I don't know, it's been a while since we saw them, but they might be there, who knows? I'm not really sure, um, but. Ah, oh, dude, just it's a fucking cigar. <clears throat> yeah, he he doesn't miss. I'm trying to think. You know, when when you talk about um, Tatawahe, I try to think of something that's missed. I don't even even the Tatawahe tattoo, which is it's like a four fifty to six dollar cigar. They come in like chests of fifty. Right? I've had just those say before tattoo. too. Damn, they're good, dude. Like they. <laughs> It's just, it's, I not, remember, it's not the best thing you've ever smoked, but it's good cigar, it's premium, man. It's I remember being down here one day and and believe it or not, it's crazy to hear this, but I think I bought it, it not the gas station, but friendly smoker, smoker friendly or whatever. Maybe you, you'd probably mistake it for a dirt cheap or something, very similar kind of look and they're, and they're the way they're distributing their, their beers in there, but they've got a good humidor here. And um, I called you and I says, dude, I had this tatuaje and it's called the Buckeye. What, isn't that a, a tatuaje? No, that's Buc Crown Heads. Oh, well, Crown Heads. That's the Buckeye land. Yeah, that's the Ohio State Buckeye. That land. was fantastic. Yeah, that was the first um, collaboration that uh, John did with Willie Herrera at Drew Estate. 
That was a crown heads, huh? Yeah, had the red label on the bottom of it, on the foot? Yeah. Yep, that's crown heads. Yeah. Huh. Learn something every day. There's so many damn, I mean, as much as I like Tatuahe, there's a lot of them. Same way with crown heads too, and some that I haven't smoked a lot, but pretty much smoked them all. Um, but you're right, man, there's not too many that don't hit the mark for sure. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Well, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to Frank because <laughs> I'm going to smoke him. I don't know if I'll smoke him today, but I guess the word around the campfires, that's going to be a box around Halloween. I was hoping the creature would uh, come out, but this is why maybe guys have smoked the creature and they're getting rid of the, the rest of their monsters. Which, I don't we know. never know. I mean, maybe creature still shows up. I just, I didn't even know about the Frank till today. Um, it kind of it kind of popped up and we got tagged in it a bunch of times and um, pretty sweet. I mean it'll be it'll be cool. Um, yeah, and there's a bunch of great bourbon coming out. I mean this is the season right now where everything you know down in Bargetown and Kentucky they start releasing all their new stuff. Oh, he's a big ass yellow jacket. What the hell is it? I was assuming it's a big ass yellow jacket because he had yellow all over him and he was big, got, fat, and ugly. I got fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to burn a bug one time real quick and ended up burning my hand. <laughs> Didn't work out really too good. Mm. All right, guys, well, I think well, that's going to be the podcast yeah. for today, man. I mean, we're going to sit here and enjoy these cigars, have a couple more drinks, uh, chill out here by the water, listen to some music. Um, so from the Viking, thank you guys, man. Um, some cool events and stuff coming up that we'll tell you guys all about, you know, the hooligan and all that. Uh, you guys have a fantastic one. We'll see you next week. Hopefully we see some of you guys at the uh, um, Rocky event tomorrow. And we are going to be out at um, Portage Sioux for you yes. guys here locally. Um, they have an annual event called the Rat Run. I believe it is promoted through... Um, now I'm going to have a mind, a mind melt, but um, Shady Jacks. Um, it starts at Shady Jacks, and they they kind of have a run that they do, but I think it starts at Shady Jacks. It's a three-day event, you know, um, the big day, I guess, is Sunday. We're going to be out there Saturday at Portage de Sioux. They have a tiki bar, and that would be my... If you guys want to come out, look for us, but I tentatively think we're going to be over by the tiki bar if you guys have ever been there. And we'll have the Cyclops, and um, God, who knows? We may even have the Hooligan there. I don't know. We won't have... Uh, we won't have rings for it yet, but if definitely if somebody shows up and asks us about it, uh, if we're lucky, we'll have them. Uh, but if not, we'll be enjoying the Cyclops and a few other lines that we will have there. But no, I'm looking forward to that. It's supposed to be a beautiful day on the river over there. If you guys haven't been to the Tiki Bar Portage to Sioux, I think they call it Long Shots over there. Maybe the Long Shot Tiki Bar now. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, that'll be fun this Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be pretty sweet, man. We're pretty excited about it. We'll anyway, remember that uh, the barrel picks are out up there lit. Go get your barrel picks. Uh, head down, see Mike at AP. Check out crew. See those guys. And uh, mahalo, guys. I'll catch you later. Yeah, Peace from out. the Bourbon Cowboys, always, man. Thanks for listening and tuning in. We're going to kick it tonight, me and the Viking here at the farm. And we'll be talking to you soon. We're out. Giddy up. <laughs>